to Sword and Board. I'm Luke. And I'm Lars. This is two people attempting to rank every fantasy movie ever made. Uh, Lars, how are you doing? I am doing wonderful. First and foremost, though, a quick shout out to my co-host who turned 32 years young yesterday. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Yes, and uh, but no, we're we are we're doing great over at the Faraby House. Lucas saw his first real movie in a movie theater. That's you know real very interesting considering I've seen them many many times. Do you mean Elliot? My son is named Elliot, <laughs> and that is who I was referring to. Um, yes, so my son <laughs> Elliot, Elliot that I love, my firstborn son Elliot, 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 Elliot. What's his name? Got to, his name is Lucas. Um, <clears throat> so, um, so Elliot and Elizabeth went and saw the new Lion King. Yeah, he had been to a movie before. We went and took him to the Polar Express. Mm-hmm. It was at um, a Christmas celebration at, at like a theater that shows older movies. Yep. But that was mostly kids. There was a lot of talking. It was a different experience than going to an actual movie theater, handing over a ticket, being quiet. Sit, you know, it, it, yeah, it, yeah. it was different. He was going to come out of his skin. He was so excited. Well, that's good. I mean, I, um, I what's the first movie you remember seeing? It's either got to be Prince of Thieves, like, like in the theater? Yeah. Either got to be Prince of Thieves, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first one, or Little Mermaid. The one I remember, at least I think I remember, was probably Ninja Turtles 3. The one where they go back in time. The time travel one? Yeah. Oof. Oh, I didn't say I didn't say it was good. I just said uh, that's the one I think I remember seeing in theaters. I uh, I don't know. I'm sure mom and dad will be able to tell us that. Yeah, that that that's that's what I remember. So it was it was a minute, you know momentous occasion for them. But yeah, things are, things are good. I'm just chugging along with school, and I don't know. How about you? Uh, pretty okay. Not doing a whole lot lately. Uh, we had you know came home and there was cheesecake and it was really good. Gonna have, uh, gonna go probably play some board games this week. What, when you say board games, what do you play? We have a rotating group of things. We've been playing a bunch of stuff. We might end up cracking out. Have you played Disney Villainous? Have you heard of Disney's Villainous? I have not. Okay, Disney's Villainous is exactly what it says on the box. You're playing as Disney villains. Okay. And every villain has their own different win conditions. And there's now, they've been releasing expansions steadily, and there's like 12 different playable characters. And it's, they all have to do different things. And it's a lot of fun because you're not playing the game the same way every time. Like, okay. it's not like uh, get the most property on on Monopoly. It's not uh, take over the world. It's, oh, well, Prince John from Robin Hood has to gain a bunch of money. Uh, Ursula has to gain uh, the crown and the trident. It has to go, they all have different ways to win. And it all, okay. it's, it's interesting. We've also been playing a lot of, uh, it's called Root. It's Mm -hmm. um, a woodland creature theme, kind of like Redwall. And it's the same kind of, every faction in the game has their own different playable, their own different win conditions. And it is, it's charming. Everything about it is just cute and fun. And I really like playing it because it's so, it's just charming. Like the the last time I played, I played as a bunch of otters who just they do they make business deals. That's how they win is they just make business deals. Okay. As opposed to the cats who have to take over more of the map, or as the lizards who they want to raise a lizard god. It's just fun. 
and I appreciate it because it's it's a different kind of it's a different game than I would normally play. Okay. Um, okay. Yep. Um, and then occasionally we'll play D and D, but you know, which is always we play fun. a lot of Candyland. Okay. Um, my friend John came That's up where we're at right now in our life. <laughs> hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. My friend John came up with a uh, a modification of Candyland to make it an actual game. Because, you know, when you just, you flip over the color, you flip over the card, and you move to the next color. Well, once the cards oh, are... I'm, I'm aware. I'm yeah. aware of the mechanics of the game. Oh, well, I'm just saying, once once you um, once you shuffle, you're uh, you're done. Like, the, the, the game's already decided. Once you shuffle the deck. Yes, there's no way, like, it, it all depends on where you're sitting. Yep, exactly. So, my friend John's modification, because John is a nightmare of a human being. I love him to death, but he's just... Whatever. Instead of doing that, you shuffle and you deal the cards out to people. Mm. And then they get to play? And then you get to play whichever one you want, and you move to the next space. You move to which space you need to. Interesting. At least semi-randomize the game. Okay. okay. I mean, it's a, probably a little bit more complex for, uh, you know, Lucas and, uh, you know, Eleanor, but... <laughs> um, you know that... Yet again, <laughs> folks... If you, if you haven't noticed the theme, there's some days where we're thinking, you know what, I really want to get to these movies. Enough for the chit-chat. There's others where it's, what can we talk about, about See, and I, this? I appreciate that we have gotten back to our roots and picked two utterly garbage movies. Oh, like, I, I would posit that mine might be the worst thing that I've ever watched. <laughs> I know it's it. gonna be. It is gonna be down at the bottom, and, oh. and I can't speak to it toppling our 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 worst just because I haven't seen our worst. Apparently, I don't know how it could be worse than this. Well, let, let's let's start with the one that's at least at least coherent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, so we're gonna pick. Start with my movie this week. Yeah. And I picked 2014's P51 Dragon Fighter. Yeah, I didn't think it was either. I didn't think it was that that uh, far away Reason? either. Yeah. Okay. Um, so P fifty one Dragon Fighter is sort of exactly what it sounds like, and it's World War Two fighter pilots fighting dragons in North Africa. Yep. Who are being controlled by sexy Nazi witches. Correct. And and they have they have iron crosses or and and or swastikas tattooed. Oh, oh no, I, I love that it's the regular the regular dragons have iron crosses, but the super dragon has a swastika. He's a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, yeah. he's he's fully oh, yeah. embraced the tenets of national socialism. Yeah. I so here's my main issue. There's a I mean, uh, where do you begin with <laughs> such a movie? There are lots of things that are wrong with this movie. First and foremost, though, I think that it just didn't go far enough with this batshit crazy premise that was and that's what that's what a lot of these movies they try to make the movies there's a phrase i've been uh, bas- uh, beating around it's they have the audacity to be okay yeah like you that's a good way to put it because it's this crazy idea crazy idea why do you have those little scenes of character development where he's trying to get with the nurse or like you know it's really heartfelt like confession moments and or or the, or the introducing all the fighter pilots and their backstories, which I assume is just to be padding, and they yeah like don't just make it make it more crazy or if you're gonna do that, don't have them all just sitting around blandly talking. Yeah, like actually give them moments to to bonding and or uh, yeah. even not as, like the 
A to B plot. Rene Belloc from um, Raiders of the Lost Ark is out in the desert and he finds dragon eggs and he, that are powered by said Nazi witches who I guess aren't actually Nazi witches because a lot of the time I was tuning out. I was tuning out mm-hmm. pretty hard. They release some dragons. They go to a hotshot fighter pilot um, who's, you know, generic McAmerican. Yep. I, I dare you to name a character in this movie. There was the French Foreign Legion guy. Well, no. There's like the no. Vichy France... I'm not saying I'm not saying the I'm not saying explain God. the characters. I'm saying name them. No, no, they, don't, they don't have names. They don't. Yeah, there there's you know Tuskegee Airmen. There's the the Polish fighter. There's the Czech fighter. There's Chicago guy. There's, there's, mus- there's mustache man. There, yeah, handsome fighter pilot. And then there's the free French free French guy. They're all inc- inconsequential. It doesn't matter. No, they all die in the first. Yeah, they, almost, almost all of them die. Yeah, and. So generic American gets hired to to train fighter pilots to fight these dragons because he's a hotshot. I don't know why we don't well, he, see he doesn't train them. He not, we don't see him train them. Oh, he just runs ground support, right? He doesn't even train them. And there's you know very very Raiders of a Lost Ark introduction where there's a drinking contest. You know that's where we a see dumber drinking a contest. dumber drinking contest. I don't know if you noticed that the big muscle guy that he he's drinking with and he and yeah. he ends up punching out. He has like tats all over his muscles. I did not see that. That always takes me out of these movies. If it's a period movie but then I see like some sort of lame tribal tattoo or like I mean it or like in, or in like a war- slot ma- or like a slot machine or slot machine like in one warrior. <laughs> um but those things that instantly like oh like you couldn't even just have him put on sleeves or something. Like that's so stupid. What? That, that's such a lazy thing to do. Yeah. But yeah, he just runs. He runs ground support basically. And they yeah. they, they hire a bunch of, of GI Joes, generic people from around the world to fight to fight these dragons. They all get shot down. Yep. And then the Nazi general, who I'm pretty certain is meant to be Rommel. Yeah. Uh, says that he hates these things. They're going to take over. So I'm going to leave the door open and you can, you guys can destroy them. And we'll go back to fighting, you know, the tenets of national socialism. But I need to, uh, I need to fight. We need to kill these dragons. Yeah. That, that's, that's, I it. mean, and, I, and, yeah. and then they do. And then they go kill all the dragons. And then a super dragon shows up with, with swastika wings. Yep. Yep. That's it. I, yeah. I, so bad sound effects, teeny dialogue, movie sets that look like the most movie set movie set ever. Yep. See, and you can do that. We were watching Aquaman the other night, which was great. Mm-hmm. And there are sets in there that they leaned into that. Mm-hmm. They leaned into it looks like a set. It looks like a fun house. It looks like a like something out of a, a comic it, book. Out of a comic book. They leaned into it hard and it looked great. Mm-hmm. For that aesthetic. This just looks like there's the suggestion of a set. There's the suggestion of acting. It was a very Lars von Trier kind <laughs> of, you know, just the suggestion of a setting. Yeah. There, the set, the, the flight with the dragons and they're, you know, dogfighting with them, kind of. It's a blue screen, but then it also looked like clip art, and then it also looked like day for night. So, like, they yep. combined every bad sound special effect into one. I kept thinking, though, so... And I'm sorry. So I kept thinking that here's this crazy idea for a movie. And there's that one shot where the the hotshot British pilot. Who I think is an actor. I think is an actor. And it was funny. Elizabeth noticed this because she she got dragged into watching this with me. What does she say? How has she been been, uh, dealing with this? She hasn't been following the podcast that much. Um, (laughs) She just lets me have this. (laughs) But we see the hotshot British guy get out of the plane. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. 
we see a, a plane stock footage roll up. Oh God, right. But then we don't ever see him getting in or out of the planes. And it's like, and it's like. pointed that out and was like, oh, it's because they don't have a plane. I'm like, yep. Oh, and there's, there's uh, a half second of. Like he's he's walking out like it lands stock footage of it landing and then a, he's already walking out like there was a moment where there when they ship the sexy Nazi witches in uh they're in a a tank of stock footage and on the side of it is a Hydra logo yep. from the Marvel Universe and I'm trying to remember what particular production that that stock footage had to have been from oh I thought it was a toy you thought it was a toy I, I don't thought it was a, yeah I don't know if it was a toy because it looked. It looked a little bit too detailed to be a toy. I was thinking it might have been from Agents of Shield because they did a couple of flashbacks to being. Mm. That's what I was. That that was my first thought. I'm like, that's a Hydra squid. What the hell? Yep. I so say what you will about the Nazis. <laughs> Episode title. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Oh, I had another comment about this. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yep. I'll, I'll we've watched we've watched a couple of bad movies on this, wouldn't you say? Yes. Of the modern ones, it seems like they have all used the same stock dragon model. Yeah. One this Warrior, is... Dragonfire, and this have all used the same dragon model. They just threw a different skin on this one. Correct. For the Nazi dragons. Correct. I- I'm wondering how often this particular dragon is going to show up. Probably a lot. Probably, yeah. Because yeah. I think it's actually the same dragon that shows up in your movie. Oh, uh, I thought it looked At... better in my movie. Uh, Maybe. But, okay. Uh, to your point, I we'll, we'll I, get. I, yeah. yeah, we'll get there. So say what you will about the Nazis. So, yeah, say what you will about the Nazis. They're efficient and organized, right? In, th- uh, in, in, in stereotypically. In theory, in theory. Yeah. stereotypes. They're that, that's what happened. You know, they're very eins zwei, eins zwei. <laughs> but in all of these movies, they're always you know all about the supernatural and looking for all these kinds of things. If that actually was true, if they were really obsessed about the supernatural and the occult, wasn't the fact that they never found any of it proof that there's not a supernatural world out there? Um like if anybody could have found them, it would have been the Nazis. Well, yes and no. I mean, okay. we, we I've watched a lot of Nazi occult movies in my day. <laughs> I know. Phrasing you're on, you're on a list somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I am. Please, if, if if anyone in the world is, it's probably us. You've seen my Twitter feed. What I was gonna say is, they're probably they probably thought that there were they just weren't either looking hard enough, or there's so many folklore stories that they're all they have to find the right nugget of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of it comes from pop culture osmosis of Indiana Jones and Hellboy and Hydra from Marvel, where we. If we can assume that they're if if we make the Nazis out to be these crazy um, occult people, then they're it's easier to think of them as monsters because they're not of this world, mm-hmm. as opposed to dealing with the the harsh reality of oh not all of them were Nazis they just didn't care enough to not be Nazis. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's that's a lot you know that's a lot more real and that's a lot more you know current and. Uh, that's that I think that's probably why that gets played up so much in um in fiction mm-hmm. because it's you don't have to deal with the harsh realities of oh it wasn't just and now there are concentration camps there was 30 years beforehand that led to concentration camps so you don't have to deal with the grays it's just more black and white yeah one thing i really thought about in in watching this one so there's that the one scene that was actually kind of interesting where it was like hey this was the plot, or this was the the hook for the movie. Yeah. The British guy's flying, and he looks out his window, and there's a dragon on either side of him. Yep. What if Steven Spielberg 
made movies like this? Um, what if like an actual director said, you know what, like a Christopher Nolan, a Spielberg, and I'm not even talking like Michael Bay, like you know, yeah, like, like like you know, like makes like good big epic movies. What if they took on an asylum premise? And it's funny you're kind of mentioning that. Um, Spielberg has a Blackhawks movie in the in the works. Okay. And the Blackhawks are a a comic book from it's a DC comic set in World War II about fighter pilots who fight the Nazis. And they're all from different countries that have been at war with the Nazis. Okay. And it's probably going to be... It's not going to be what I want it to be, which is, you know, your premise... Of of crazy crazy stuff happening, but it's probably going to be interesting, and I'm going to go see it. Okay, that's I I I, I want that. I, I would love for you know, and I'm not talking like a highbrow filmmaker. I mean, Spielberg has his moments, um, but I, Schindler's that, List, and then there's Ready Player One, and he, and everything in between. Yep. <laughs> um, but <as laughs> starring like Tom talented, Hanks. It's like a, as far as like a, a talented epic kind of filmmaker, he's probably the best one that we have, right? Yeah. Um, so I'd love to see that, or even, hell, even like a. Well, yeah, actually, what you're describing, a big name director did make an asylum premise movie, and it's called Pacific Rim, and it rules. Oh my god. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. So, so more, yeah. I mean, if you took this this crazy concept and actually made it how it should be made, we get more Pacific Rim movies that'd, and more. That'd be, that'd be interesting. It's the same thing that I come up with whenever we talk about the Dark Knight, and it's that people are too self serious. Mm-hmm. And that no one seems to want to have any joy because joy seems childish. And then there's then there's you know uh, Guillermo del Toro saying I want to bang my toys together and uh, right. film it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That 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 would be I, I I that one shot. I was like, you know what? This actually could be something. But then it was a whole lot of nothing. Well, and then I think every time every time we get some director brave enough to try it, like Pacific Rim, it doesn't quite work. And I love that movie to death, but I'll even say it didn't I don't think it went quite far enough. Mm-mm. No. Um, no, you're right. Oh, or there's like uh Rain of Fire from 15 years ago. Great mm-hmm. movie, didn't go far enough. Mm-hmm. And no one seems to be willing to to just lose it. And I don't know if it's no one seems to be willing or the studio says, whoa, 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 ratchet it back. Oh, it's that. It's yeah. absolutely I that. mean, it's the, it's the snakes on a plane thing where right. he, yeah, he th- was uh, Samuel L. Jackson threatened to walk off when they tried to rename it to something serious. Right. Like, no, this is, this is why I signed on for it. Yeah. Um, overall, this was, I, I just was bored yeah. by this one. And I think that's probably the worst kind of bad movies is that there is enough of a, of a spark where I was interested, but then it just never lived up to it. Exactly. Exactly. As opposed to the movie I picked, which was just boring the whole time. <laughs> Nothing happened in it. It was god off. Well, it's funny you mentioned that it was boring because it's a mining movie. Oh... That was that was good. <laughs> that was better than the entire the entire runtime of your film. That was better than anything that we watched this week, but definitely better than 2018's 2018's Dwarves of Dragon Mountain. So when they say it's Dragon Mountain, they mean Dragon Singular, correct? Because it showed up once at the beginning. Correct. There's no other dra- the there was an impressive opening shot because it's it's light out, which there was no light in the other movie. 
everything's dark. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, at least, you know, it always takes place at night for some reason. But this one was light, and it's going over a mountain, and there's a very sweeping camera shot. It looks good. There's a dragon that looks better than any of the dragons in P-51 Dragon Fighter. And then after that, there's no dragons. We are dropped in. So it is, it's a mining movie. So three miners, three dwarves. They're very steampunky dwarves. I will I will give this movie a modicum of credit. The costumes are pretty good. Costumes are pretty good. It was pretty cool. But it's dropped in many res where the, I think that the, the cave-ins already happened. I assume the cave-in was from the dragon. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real with you. I didn't know what the hell was going on most of the time. The whole time, the whole it's an hour and a half movie. I had no idea what was going on. It drops us into these three dwarf miners are stuck in a mine. There's like some sort of like voiceover that kind of tries to get you up in the world. It doesn't do a great job of it. It's basically it's it's like a disaster movie, but they forgot the first part of the disaster movie. They it's the Poseidon adventure adventure. But they forgot to show us what Fred Astaire and what Gene Hackman and what Shelley Winters were doing before the boat tipped over. And then they also forgot the other part of the disaster movie, The Rescue. Yeah, yeah, they die. They die at the end. They're, they just, they yeah. have a match and it just flickers out to, to black. Yeah, I, I thought I thought my internet had gone out. Yeah. I, I, I legitimately thought my internet had gone out. And then the credits started going. I'm like, okay, the Sopranos pulled this off? You don't get to. Yeah, no, no, they just, it was... And it's just them wandering around in the dark. You're with them in the dark. You can't see a lot of stuff. It's and there's them. there's old dwarf, grumpy dwarf, and uh, nice dwarf. Dad, and, and dad dwarf. And has, and Yo, has yeah, fam- and, and, family man dwarf. Yep. Um, That's it. The, I, I, I remember, I actually remember old dwarf's name because he was he was the math guy and his name was Calcus. Perfect. Because, you know, that's fine. I'm okay with that. That's not the most inelegant thing I've ever seen. Everything else about this movie pretty much is. What yeah. was up with that that monster that they that the monster gave it its eggs and they ate eggs? Yeah. And I they, think... They find, they find a monster, not a dragon. They find some steampunk monster. No, they find a steampunk lady. And then there's another monster in the cave. They, and the monster gave him eggs. Mm-hmm. And I think Calcus, old dwarf, I think his leg gets amputated? Yes. Okay. I couldn't tell if they were setting the bone or it was they were just losing the leg. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that they just lop it right off. That, that was my understanding of it. Okay. I just... Okay. Fine. It's dark. They... And not, not in a, like, dark, like, man, this is a moody, dark movie. No. It's just in, it's in a cave and it's all lit by matches. I assumed they shot on location inside someone's closet. Because it was, they only needed the one set. They needed that glowing orb that you know that was floating around that picture of Trump and the Saudis. That was it was lit by that glowing orb. And yeah, I just that was I, I I don't even know if this qualifies specifically as bad as just I don't know anything about it. I there's there's no talking points for it. The costuming was okay. The lighting was terrible. And. The, a- the ADR was awful. Yep. I noticed so bad that they would start talking and then it would cut to silence. Like they definitely had a bad mix of the audio track. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then it just ends. 
It's that Antonio Banderas movie about the Chilean miners, only it's dwarves and they suck and I don't care. <laughs> and is this a fantasy movie and what the hell are we wait, doing? Wait, 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 wait. Antonio Banderas made a movie about the about the, those miners? I'm pretty sure he did. Why have I not seen that? Wasn't it? Wasn't that wasn't that Antonio Banderas? I didn't even know. I I mean, I'm not surprised there was a movie about those miners, but I uh, I didn't know. What happened to him? The 33. The 33. Okay. And it it came out in 2015. Yep, Antonio Banderas. Damn. Lou Diamond Phillips. What happened to Antonio Banderas? I don't know. He's just hanging out with Melanie Griffith. Be yeah, and living off just of, doing yeah. just. Oh, they got divorced. Oh. <laughs> well. Never mind. No more Melanie. Yeah, I don't know whatever happened to him. Uh, yeah. Huh. And this this odd discussion, this odd tangent about the career trajectory and failed marriage of Antonio Banderas is infinitely more interesting than Dwarves of Dragon Mountain. It was it was mind-numbingly boring. It, it was so bad. Like, they just, just walk... There's there's not even any, like, fantastical elements, really. There, it's about dwarves. Yeah, that was something I noticed. Like, I, there's... To Kalka's old guy dwarf, there's an allusion to that the capital is bad and that he was fighting against them and that they he wants to stop them, so he may have caused the... The uh, the cave in. Okay, cave give in. me more of that. I don't want to, but the problem is, I want to. I want to watch that movie. Right. We didn't get to watch that movie. We got to watch. I don't even know. I. It was honestly. I have not seen Battle of Five Armies. This is the worst movie on the list. I honestly agree with you. Yay! I found the worst <laughs> one. <laughs> I I would. This this was so. Five Armies is bad for a lot of reasons. Five Armies is too long. Five Armies is a three-hour-long battle sequence that doesn't make sense. Five Armies taints five movies before it. Five Armies is at least semi-coherent and has acting and has emotional beats. Five Armies Mm -hmm. has set design and cinematography. Five Armies has Martin Freeman carrying that movie. He gets just stopped right there. This did not. I I have to say, this is the worst movie, I think, on the list so far. Yay! I am so that I am so happy. <laughs> that leaves I I gotta know where do we think P fifty one Dragon Fighter is because I'm gonna I'm gonna put a rangefinder my floor that it is definitely not better than is Dragonfire the other yeah. Dragon movie it yeah. is definitely not better than that is it better Correct. but does that mean it's better than Deathstalker two no okay what about Ator no the One War yeah I, no I had more fun watching the One Warrior yep okay. Season of the Witch. We're, we're I, I know we are. Yeah. This movie didn't have Nick Cage. Yep. All right. Then this also, well, after Season of the Witch, is it worse than Deathstalker? <laughs> I was wondering when we were, were going to do yeah. it. Because um... Deathstalker might have been shorter. And, it, and I got to say, something being shorter goes a long way to something like that. It was something happened in it. That's not. It's not good. Good things happened in it, but something happened. In yep. It. Yep. It's worse than Death. Okay. Is it worse than? Is P fifty one Dragon Fighter worse than the Warrior and the Sorceress? No. No. Okay. No. No. That that one was just that. Yeah. That was just awful. I would agree with that. Okay. I think that like doozies. Like that was. Those were. That was a a very. That was a very bad weekend of awful movies. Yep. And, and, and <clears throat> yeah, I'm impressed that we found the floor <laughs> yeah. with the host. Um, so where, where does that put P51? P51, that puts it at number 18. 
Yikes. And that puts Dwarves of Dragon Mountain at 21 at the bottom. <laughs> so, awesome. Congratulations. You have... I have found the worst. Oh, you found the worst <laughs> right now. For now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, um, so, Lucas, how can these lovely listeners find um, us? Currently, we are on Twitter at Sword in Boardcast. Um, I'm occasionally posting jokes and uh, getting uh, hog wild in uh, the uh, <laughs> in the Twitters uh, with uh, 30 to 50 hogs. Um, this is going to be a dated reference very quickly. We'll I'll be posting episodes on there. We're also at swordinboardcast.podbean.com, but I don't know how the hell you'd be listening to us if you weren't already on that. Um, yeah. Lars, got anything else we're thinking about right now? Yeah, um, you should tune in next time, um, because next time we're going to have a special guest. I think we will. And we will definitely be having at least one movie that's watchable. Yeah, we'll have one watchable movie and an additional person to talk about. Mm-hmm. So tune in then. then. Um, otherwise, avoid these two movies that we watch, like The Plague. If you are forced to watch one of them, P51, but honestly, that's a your foot is in a bear trap. You have done something wrong. I would agree with it. Your life, <laughs> if you have to be forced to watch one of yeah. these. So, you're welcome. <laughs> Planet Earth. <laughs> Planet Earth. And have a great yeah, day. All right. <laughs> all right, everyone, have a good night.